So, what's happening? What's happening? I generally come in at least 15 minutes late, and after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. It's Stone's Daily Dose. Give me the maximum allowable human dosage. Available for download at 6 a.m. Figure out what will kill me and then back it off a little bit. When you say something, it's your word. It's something that you mean. It's something that you're, it's a value. If you don't believe in it, you shouldn't endorse it. Weekdays at 6 a.m. at stoneonair.com. All right. Hey, everybody. It is time for the Daily Dose for November 16, 2016. And I do understand that it is a little bit of a uh, misleading name of a program if it's called The Daily Dose and then it doesn't happen daily. <laughs> I, I do understand that that is a contradiction and that is a problem. The, um, the thing about it is really this was overall just kind of experiment, as is most things that I've done for the last five months and however many days I stopped counting the hours I stopped counting the minutes since uh since I was fired from the talk radio station here in Chattanooga Tennessee talk radio 102.3 but um I did from uh a a week ago today today's Wednesday so two weeks ago excuse me not a week ago two weeks ago I started the daily dose concept that I've been thinking about for a month or two or so and I figured well if I if I'm gonna do it I sure as hell better do it during the election. This is the mo- this is the time to do it. So I started on that Wednesday, and then I took it until election day on Tuesday, and then I figured, well, I might as well finish out the week. So there's there's eight shows in a row, and um, and I appreciate you guys seeking them out. I appreciate you downloading the, uh, the any podcasting app, or if you have an iPhone, you already it comes loaded with one. I appreciate you seeking out the show, or however it is you find it. But I knew it wasn't going to be sustainable to do this thing every single day, at least not necessarily right now. I went off to Nashville for the weekend. Just an incredible time. Absolutely incredible time. It was almost kind of like it was uh, It was my, I guess, what do you call uh, your brother's kid? I guess that's a nephew. Is that right? I think it's a nephew. Yeah, it was, it was his one-year birthday. So it was kind of like almost like a, a early holiday celebration uh, my luckily in my life and in my family we don't do everything super traditional some do depending on what the situation is but everybody kind of understands I'm quirky I'm different I don't do things like everybody else does and luckily I have a family that is cool with that so when there's a weekend to go hang out in Nashville gorgeous out Titans Packers a uh, little kid's birthday party, family members around, and you show up and you do that, well, hell, that's more important than showing up with a bad attitude on and a hangover on Thanksgiving. I mean, I'm still going to show up with a potential bad attitude and a hangover on Thanksgiving, but that weekend, this you know, two, two and a half days ago, was more important to the family than the, the, the date on the calendar that says today you're supposed to care. And that's a that's a great thing because authenticity and real non fraudulent things are what I'm really all about, and and so that that was fun. So I'll, I'll still show up at Christmas. We'll still show up at Thanksgiving, but I mean, again, it, it's just you know 
sometimes just being cool and, and, and enjoying the people around you is just, that's good enough. But, uh, all right, so real quick, I got to get to this. I'm doing a, um, I've spent the last two and a half hours putting together a, uh, a mashup of audio of things from the last seven days. I believe that the last seven to eight days have been one of the most amazingly fascinating, bizarre, potentially dangerous, but certainly unprecedented weeks in the history of America. And I have documented the aspects of it from my eyes from the last week. I'm going to play that here in just a minute. But I put something out on Instagram that kind of got me a little irritated earlier, and it was a, a, a comment on what I put on Instagram from one of my truly better friends in the history of my life. I wouldn't call him my best friend, but he's one of my better long-time family friends. There was a tweet from Don Trump from 2012, right after the election, and there was a tweet from Don Trump from last week. And the tweet said, the, uh, and I'm paraphrasing because it's not in front of me, the, um, the Electoral College is a disgrace and a travesty to democracy. We must, you know, do something about it, something like that. And then last week was the Electoral College is genius. And it just, it, it, it's, it, it's just crazy that this guy just says whatever he feels like and nobody cares when he contradicts himself. And so I put it out there on Instagram, not Facebook. I stay away from Facebook. I, I'll, I, I light up Twitter. I have fun on Instagram and I'm just, as plain as grits on Facebook. And I put all the hashtags. I'm with her. I'm still with her. Uh, never Trump. Never Hillary. What else? Hashtag uh, my president. Hashtag your president. All these things. Why? Why did I do that? Because I wanted the possibility of more eyeballs. That's what hashtags are for. And I got a message saying, or a little comment saying, man, you're better than this, bro. This is your president too. Yeah, I know, dude. You missed the freaking point. Pay attention. Don't overreact. You're better. You know, no, you're better than that. I also said on Twitter earlier today that there is there was a dude that I was disgusted by and terrified of one week ago. And today, one week later, I'm still disgusted by and terrified of. I don't care. That he changed occupations. His job status didn't change my opinion. I won't be a hater. I won't be loud. I won't, I won't, I won't be screaming at the top of my lungs, but I won't blindly change an opinion that I firmly believed at the time. My name is Brian Stone. This is is the Daily Dose for November 16th, 2016. I actually have some radio jobs I'm looking trying to get over the next couple of months that might change how these podcasts go. But for now, I appreciate you finding the show. This is a mashup audio retrospective of the last week. One of the most unprecedented, unbelievable, and surreal weeks in the history of of most Americans' lives. And this is a look back on the Daily Dose on the Stone On Air podcast radio network or whatever you want to call it. This is a look back at the past week. Uh, CNN can report that Hillary Clinton has called Donald Trump to concede the race. She has called Donald Trump to say that she will not be president. And uh, I'm not sure the exact words, but probably to congratulate 
president-elect Donald Trump. So that has happened in the last few moments. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. She congratulated us, it's about us, on our victory. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard-fought campaign. I mean, she, she fought very hard. Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time. And we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. I mean that very sincerely. I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. This is not the outcome we wanted or we worked so hard for. And I'm sorry that we did not win this election for the values we share and the vision we hold for our country. And I still believe as deeply as I ever have that if we stand together and work together with respect for our differences, strength in our convictions and love for this nation, our best days are still ahead of us. So this was a long and hard fought campaign. A lot of our fellow Americans are exultant today. A lot of Americans are less so. But that's the nature of campaigns. That's the nature of democracy. It is hard and sometimes contentious and noisy. Uh, it's not always inspiring. Uh, the election is over. Uh, Donald Trump won. I intend to work with President Trump on those issues where he will, in fact, work for the middle class and working families in this country. I will vigorously oppose him uh, if he appeals to racism or, or sexism or, or some of the other discriminatory measures that he brought up during his campaign. I don't think I'm going to sit down, actually. I don't think I could sit down right now. A stunned Stephen Colbert reacts during his live election coverage last night as the results start to swing in Trump's favor. How did our politics get so poisonous? Practically all of Hollywood has something to say on social media about last night's results, and the overwhelming majority of it is negative. Every time that Hillary paraded one of her rich and famous celebrities, it played right into Trump's hands. It allowed him to feed to the average American voter that that rich establishment was the reason why they didn't have a job, they didn't have a prospect, they didn't have a livelihood, why they needed real change. Yeah, let's start with the good news. California, Nevada, Maine, and Maryland legalized recreational marijuana. This election gave us permission to smoke weed and a reason we need to. Still not air. One of the things that makes us great is we go through this electoral process, we get battered and bruised, but at the end of it, we do accept the result. We get behind our president. It is with profound sorrow we report that legendary poet, songwriter, and artist Leonard Cohen has passed away, reads a statement from Representative Catherine McNally. The gravelly voice behind a classic songbook including Hallelujah, Suzanne, and Bird on a Wire, Cohen was a virtuosic songwriter who grappled with his morality through his dark, evocative folk music. I'll stand before the Lord of song with nothing on my tongue but hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.
I'm not giving up, and neither should you. And live from New York, it's Saturday night. Okay, um, all she has to do is come back and win Wisconsin, come back and win Michigan, come back and win uh, Pennsylvania. And some of the counties, are, the, the urban counties, are, they're so... Black people vote late. <laughs> yeah, let's hope there's a hundred thousand of us in Green Bay. <laughs> Your brothers love the Packers. Oh my God, I think America is racist. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I remember my great grandfather told me something like that. Well, you know, he was like a slave or something. All my black friends who have money said the same thing when Trump got elected. That's it, bro. I'm out. I'm leaving the country. You coming with us? Nah, I'm good, dog. I'm gonna stay here and get this tax break, see how it works out. Because that's how it is being Dave Chappelle. First time I got some money, it didn't work out like that. Most unlikely thing that happened ever was a black president came out of nowhere, like, come on, everybody, let's start thinking about everyone else. Oh, nigga, I just got this money! <laughs> I didn't even think it was possible. Chris Christie, transition chair, he's had that job throughout the campaign. Even this week after the election, he's been giving some interviews talking about the transition. And now, though, major shakeup. Uh, what I can tell you is that sources inside the campaign tell me that Governor Pence uh, really did forge a strong bond with Donald Trump over the course of this campaign, becoming uh, one of his most steadfast defenders and sticking through him even in the rougher points of this campaign. Uh, Chris Christie didn't necessarily do that. Mariota to the end zone, touchdown, Anthony Fasano. Mariota throws, he's looking for Matthews, and Rashard Matthews makes the catch for a Titans touchdown. Mariota throws, wide open, and taking it in for a touchdown is Tajay Sharp. Congratulations to Mike Malarkey, his staff, his players, going up against one of the storied franchises in the NFL and getting a nice victory. What did you learn in Week 10? Marcus Mariota is legit. Ooh. Rock and roll legend Leon Russell has died at the age of 74 in Nashville. In July, he had heart bypass surgery. Russell wrote, sang, and produced some of the top records in rock and roll history. In 2011, Russell was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame honored him with the Award for Music Excellence. Are people going to be surprised about how you conduct yourself as president? You know, I'll conduct myself uh, in a very good manner, but depends on what the situation is. Sometimes you have to be rougher. When I look at, when I look at the world and you look at how various places are taking advantage of our country and i say it and i say it very proudly it's going to be america first it's not going to be what we're doing we we've we've lost we're losing this country we're losing this country that's why i won the election and by the way won it easily i mean i won easily are that you going to sometimes thing. have that same rhetoric that you had on the stump or are you going to rein it in sometimes you need a certain rhetoric to get people motivated i don't want to be just a little, nice, monotone character. And in many can cases, I will be sure I can. I can be easily. That's easier. Honestly, doing that is easier. Democrats have a responsibility to improve the life of Americans, all lives. But we also have other responsibilities. We have a responsibility to prevent Trump's bullying, aggressive behavior from becoming normalized in the eyes of America, especially the millions of young people who are watching and wondering. For example, sexual assault is now a laughing matter. 
Trump's, quote, transition operation was, has plunged into disarray as a result of the second shakeup in a week on that team that has not yet begun to execute the daunting task of taking over the government. Well, today, both Donald Trump and Mike Pence received their first national security briefing. This came at the same time as Pence took over official control of the transition. He'll have to play referee now to differing groups within Trump Tower. There are the campaign loyalists. Then there are the campaign confidants or Trump whispers. The most trusted inner circle, however, includes his children and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. You hear a lot about Jared. With every passing day, Trump's transition team is looking more and more like an episode of The Apprentice. So there you go. A audio retrospective recap of the last week. If you think if you're thinking, dang, that sounds like that was put together by a Democrat. Well, you'd be right. But then again, you already knew that. I'm going to get on out of here. Um, you guys enjoy your Wednesday on the 16th of November. Everything's going to be okay. We're all going to be all right, I think. Actually, I'm not sure about that at all, but we'll we'll see going forward. We'll do another show. I, I don't know if I'll do another one this week. I, I don't know. Everything's. I'm, speaking of the Trump transitional team, I'm kind of in a transitional mode as well. All right. See you guys. Thank you so much. Your loyalty and your support and listening to the show means more to me than you'll ever understand. And uh, the truth is easy to remember. And just don't lie to people. There's no reason. Don't lie to people. Just be truthful. Just be honest. Just be cool. That's all I ask. See you. Bye. It's Stone's Daily Dose. What if we're still doing this when we're 50? It would be nice to have that kind of job security. At stoneonair.com.